Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Your automotive lifestyle show every week right here from the East Valley Institute of Technology with two of my favorite people, Susie Sockets. What is happening? Woo-woo, amazing, Frank. And Greg Ovis with G's Up. What up? What's going on? As we bow and praise to the trumpets, people. Every week, spending it with you guys, uh, whether we have guests from uh, across the globe, uh, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Connecticut, Denmark, Sweden, Africa, all over, people. Greg, it's good to see you, man. Absolutely. It's great being here. We're going to catch up with you on some of the uh, classic car news and your goings-ons. Susie Sakas, it's always a pleasure to see you in the studio. Well, thank you so much, Frank. How was your past weekend? The past weekend has been pretty amazing, actually. You know what, though? I've been binge watching on Uh-oh. Netflix. Netflix will do that to you. Man. I know. You get hooked. You can't stop. I know. And it's in the dark. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. Oh, my. We got to look that up. Four you... seasons. And in two days, I'm up to the fourth season. Everybody <laughs> has a little binging. I'm glad you didn't say you were you were binge eating cheeseburgers. No, no. That's an innocent thing to binge watch. <laughs> right? How many of you are binge watching? You're live streaming you know, we were talking about that before getting on air. Uh, traditional mechanisms of TV and radio was meet you there at 4 p.m. You got to be there. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now you people want to catch it when you want to catch it. It's streaming. <laughs> uh, exactly. And I love it. And so just know, Ranch Nation, we got a podcast, people. It's uploaded uh Sunday, Monday, depending on what Frank gets a little lazy, <laughs> maybe Tuesday. So uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us. And if you do dip in out, just know that you can catch the podcast. In fact, WrenchNation.tv. Last week, we had Peter Volney, the founder of the Concours in the Hills. If you missed that show, I highly invite you. It's now officially up on the website. You can catch it. He's raising buku money, Susie. Buku money. For Phoenix Children's Hospital with one of the... Wonderful concourse in the hills, car shows. Greg, yep. there's over twelve hundred cars out yeah, there. Yeah, they're amazing cars. And let's, let's not forget about the helicopters. Oh gosh. Come. It's just it's just he's got everything. On the cake. Yeah. And he's got surprises. So we'll be out there. That's February fourth. Um, of course, uh, you can catch the show. As well as our YouTube channel. If you're on YouTube right now, thank you so much um for visiting. I always forget. Please tap the subscribe button and hit the notification so you can catch what is roughly our weekly uploads. Uh, to YouTube. We're not fancy people, but we get it up to YouTube. So it's all good. Uh, you can also catch a lot of our industry brothers and sisters watch the show. I'm going to pick a show that I think you'll like. Uh, show episode 278, Character, Courage, and Class. Yeah. Are we losing these timeless traits in the workplace? Some of you are complaining that you can't find people. You think they all disappeared. Yeah. But some of you stink really bad and your business operations aren't attracting right. the right people. Yeah, class is key. Have it is. So we're not we're not trying to knock you or by any means. We're all in the same boat. We try to work on the best presentation so we can get the best people. Speaking of presentation, Susie, today's show, we are gonna dive in to Arm the consumer up. A lot of you heard about some of this industry stuff. How do we stay in control when getting vehicles serviced? Yes, and this is an important topic. Well, a lot of you will go into a garage and you feel like you lost at sea. Right. 
Now, some of that's because of how you arrived at the place. We're going to talk about that. Is Price always your best friend for the first date with the mechanic? <laughs> that's um, a good question. That is a good Hey, uh, we advertised it. We advertised it. Treat your visit with the mechanic as you would your daughter's first date. Ooh. That's pretty powerful. That yeah, is powerful. Um, which so we're gonna we're gonna dive in. Um, we we want to basically arm you up. A lot of you may already have relationships, and that's cool. In fact, this will be a call-in show. 480-655-8870. What was the number? Oh my gosh, are you asking me? 655-8870. I don't do that often. That was but good. I'd like to hear your story. You're driving right now, whether you're listening live or if you're catching the replay. Sorry, just get in the comments on Wrench Nation. I'd like to hear your story, good, bad, or ugly. Even if you're a shop owner, I want to hear your story and be real about it. It's not always you were born perfect. Right. A lot of the good business operators, they will grow. From what? Mistakes. Learning. Right. Exactly. So we want to arm you up. What should you ask to better be prepared when dealing with the local mechanic, whether it's at the dealer or small individual on the corner? How many of you would enjoy a few tips? How do you deal with it? I mean, do you just say, no, I don't want to fix it and run away? Yeah. Some of you are doing that. No, nope, you have to navigate. you got to navigate. <laughs> We're going to GPS this <laughs> son of a gun. How to navigate it like a pro, for sure. So we're going to cover not only the tips on how to deal with uh, vehicle service, um, we're going to categorize it. We're going to really get deep. Nice. I want to get in the weeds. <laughs> Trenches. What are the common repairs? Brakes. Right? Yep. Even a simple oil change. How yep. do I deal with my oil? We like to call it an oil service because it really is. Right. But how do I deal with that? What can I expect? What will a good mechanic provide me up front? How do I deal with that? Um, how do I find a service provider I can trust? Yeah, that's a good one. That's, it's yeah. hard to do nowadays. What is the preferred method of communication? A lot of you have fallen apart with communication. And you're blaming the mechanic. Right. You're not being responsible. This this show is really going to, we're all going to come to the party responsibly. <laughs> you need to be over 21 to drink on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be responsible, which means we're going to call you out on some of the mistakes that uh, that you're making. And we yes. say that respectfully. Susie, yeah. you've got a lot of stories in that. So report. roll our sleeves up, Greg. Right? I'm ready. What do I need today? A lot of you are saying, well, geez, Louise, my mechanic told me I need $4,000 in work. And that is, that's depressing. It is depressing. It's that hard. can be yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So what can you do about that? How do you handle that? You know that, okay, for the most part, I'm in a good place. But man, I just got this big old estimate. How do you deal with that? Do you just say I'm going to drive my bicycle for yeah. the next month? Oh, maybe not. That's kind of that's harsh right there. I have, I've heard the stories. I've had them in the garage. Yep. Frank, I love you, but that price right there, I'm going to whip out my, my, my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is real. So yeah. how do we deal with uh, the local mechanic? We can get into brakes because a lot of you are going to get your brakes done. Uh, brakes, squeaks, vibrations, grinds, clicks, pulls, all that. 
Um, so hang tight with us. This is going to be a jam-packed show, and thank you if you are joining us uh, on the replay. Uh, Greg, you spent some time with Bonham's uh, auction. Oh, yeah. They're a smaller auction. You like the smaller car auctions, classic car auctions. Yeah, usually the smaller ones are more of the high-dollar cars, the classy cars, the, the rare, more rare cars to see. So that's, that's what intrigues me the most. There's got to be a lot of work in my mind, like for the seller just doesn't show up with a really unique vehicle on the day of auction. Yeah. Could you give me some perspective about what's being done behind the scenes? Maybe the some internet work. Uh, what's the networking? Uh, well, when it comes to auctions like Bonhams or Gooding, as an example, Gooding Company, those are auction houses that usually invite consigners to sell the car. Oh, invitation only. Usually it is. Usually oh. there's an approval process. There's a dollar amount that has to be confirmed. The provenance has to be confirmed on the car, the paperwork. So they're a little bit more uh, strict on who they allow to sell their car on through their system. Why would that benefit me if I have, instead of, I'm not knocking some of the other big shows, but um, I guess it's all part of networking, knowing which shows to go to to yeah. get maximum, maximum exposure and agency representation. Yes, right. that, what is you're true. Saying. that is true. One other thing to think about is when you're spending seven and eight figures on a car, you can't be concerned about the minor things. Those things have to be handled when you're dealing with those kind of purchases. So those high-end companies or auction houses, they do all that. You don't even have to worry about it. You know the title's good. You know the paperwork's good. You know the story. They confirm all that before. So that's what I enjoy about the high-dollar ones. They're a little bit more serious. You get surprises. Yeah, a little bit more serious, but they do a lot of due diligence up front on their cars. When we had Bonhams on last week, we had a g the gentleman that you were yeah. sitting in the back of the seat sipping uh, Grey Goose Vodka. That was a great day. Uh, <laughs> that was a great past day. The gray, that was, uh, you guys were sitting in that yeah, Maybach. Eric. But you had mentioned that word provenance, which is pretty pretty big. I mean, that's mm -hmm. like the deep history yes. of where this thing, it's like the DNA of this vehicle. Yes, it is. You're talking about a million-dollar vehicle. You better have provenance to get. Yeah, you better know who, where it was sold, right. when it was manufactured, who's owned it since then, who it's transferred ownership to. You want all that. You can't just be blind on buying a car like that. Is there a lot of fraud out there? There can be. Really? There can be. Okay. There could be title misrepresentation, um, you know, all kinds of work to be done on a car that is deemed to be authentic, which isn't. Mm -hmm. So there's always something to be looking out for. You know, we think about flood damage. Oh, yeah. Um, and we think about retail, like the average used car buyer. But I imagine that goes down in the high dollar classic arena mm -hmm. and the antiquities as I like to call it. Right. Um, so you better have that together. Is that something you'll do? I mean, you get called upon to go out and look at a vehicle. Could you give us like one or two tips on how to identify some of the major issues with a vehicle beyond uh, VIN? Because I think folks have heard yeah. you're, you're, you always talk about make sure that VIN is legitimate it's not been welded on from a different, you know. Right now, I think with all the floods that have happened on the East Coast, there's a lot of cars coming up for auction with flood damage. Well, even California, I mean. California, imagine. too. Yeah. Even high dollar, like, high dollar really? Car. Oh, yeah. Right now, there's an influx of Bentleys, Beamers, Ferraris, Lambos that have been under. Well, think about it. Susie, you just had, yeah. like, we saw a fireball posted on his Facebook. Mm -hmm. Right. Malibu got oh, they yeah, got some hit. bad rain. And, I mean, nothing for nothing. Malibu's parking some expensive cars. Yeah. But like last month or when that flood happened, I, actually it's a few months already. I mean, there's Lamborghinis floating down the street on some of these videos. Ouch. So what happens though is some of these auction companies or insurance companies, they run the car through auction and they enhance them. 
And what the word enhance means. Oh my gosh, we could do a whole show on enhancement. The enhancement. And they actually know they 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 put this out there that we've enhanced this vehicle, which means it's been detailed, cleaned, it looks like it's perfect. Cosmetic. But enhancement Cosmetic. could mean fool you. Yes, it can. In the wrong I mean, I the respected circles you respect. Mm-hmm. If if Craig Jackson, Barrett Jackson, and that whole team is enhancement treated, it's legitimate. But as a buyer, you still got to be aware of that. Aware. So a couple of things going back to your question that I've done is open the glove box door. If the glove box door has any type of residue from water or anything in it, it's going to show it was underwater. Because when people detail cars, they do they not can't detail, detail the glove box. Yeah, that's right. Well, I have I have a tip on those lines too, but let me hear number two. Yeah. Number two, there's always water lines in the, on the door panels. So you can always remove a door panel or, or pull one away from the door shell and you'll see a water line in the door panel. But is that just like a stainage? It's, it's a, not necessarily rustage yet, right? No, it's not rusted, but you can tell that door shell held water at one point. Gotcha. So those are the few things. It requires a couple tools, so to speak, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, obvious things is you'll see water lines in the speedometer housing. You'll see water lines in the digital dash. That's some oh, serious. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. some, like, somebody. You know where I like to look? Like, if a, a real good detailer and a real slick seller, they won't get underneath the intake. No. Now, some cars, you won't be able to do this, but that upper intake, that mm-hmm. plenum, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. That reserve of air that's hanging out. Well, underneath there, there can be a little valley. Mm-hmm. I actually will get a boroscope. Yep. Like if I got a high dollar inspection, mm-hmm. we've had them in the garage. Right. I'm getting a boroscope. Mm-hmm. And Just go up and over and find out what's- And so a lot of you, like you can't cheapen the inspection process. No. I mean, even if it's just a used car, a good mechanic- I don't care if they want two, three hundred dollars to look at a car. You're getting ready to drop on an average, let's just say used retail, eight to ten grand mm-hmm. for your daughter at college. And you're in the in and the local guy or gal wants three hundred bucks to inspect it. Mm-hmm. If he's using a boroscope, that's inspector gadget right there. He's yeah. gonna catch it. Yep. Because guess what happens? We've talked about it, we've seen it in the garage. You buy that flood vehicle, everything looks good. You will typically come back with some really Goofy electrical. Problems. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> like phantom yeah. wipers, or even yeah. Hey Frank, my horn's going off at yeah. midnight. Turn the headlights on. The wipers move. <laughs> it's yeah. just the way moisture yeah. works with uh, you know engine electrical harnesses and such. It's yeah. not always happening no. right away. And some of the obvious ones are you know the seat cushions will be swell- swelled up because they oh, have yeah. water in them. But right now, if you go on any exotic car auction sites, they're full of flood damage vehicles from. From the East Coast. Now, can you get a deal? Some people are like, I'm good with a flood damaged vehicle. You can. But does that classify as, uh, um, what are they, salvage title? Yeah. it would. They're so all, that would make it harder resale value. Harder resale value. They're all branded salvage. So, But some people love digging in and rewiring cars. And Nobody cares. If the, if the guy's driving a Lambo and it looks mm-hmm. good and it runs good, he's fixed it. Mm-hmm. He's okay with knowing that yep. if he resells it, he's not going to get premium. Yeah. But well, he's driving a Lambo. That's right. And there's some companies in Florida that I know that buy those cars and rebuild them and mm-hmm. then rent them. So, Well, I heard that luxury rental market, those people are taking a haircut. Yeah, they are. But some of those flood cars end up rentals and you know get oh. your money back kind of thing. But it's, it, it just it's amazes to, me. Yeah, it's hard to rewire a flooded car. Yes. <laughs> really I've had them in the shop and people get mad. Frank, why can't you rewire this? Yeah. Well, because I want to maintain my sanity. <laughs> well, I mean, really, you got to choose your battles. Yeah, what usually happens is if you buy a Bentley that's flooded, 
and then you're digging into it, you really end up buying another one to put it together because now you need more parts. Oh, like and a donor car. If you got to be careful. If you got a Bentley, I'm going to check the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Bentley's got a toilet. Yeah, Frank, you've got a dog named Bentley. I do. He's high maintenance. He's high maintenance. He's everything a Bentley should be. Yeah. High maintenance, high drama. And the last place to check for a flood damaged car is in the spare tire wheel well. Uh, if there's water in there, and it even if it's drained, they'll ne- a detailer guy will never clean the bottom of the tire. Well, you can lift carpet up. You can mm-hmm. lift that rubber molding yep. up for sure. Yep. I think that's uh, good tips. Hey, I got a question for you guys. And if you if you listening have an answer, uh, I have not been able to figure this out other than just inflation. But insurance rates for vehicles have gone mm-hmm. crazy. Are yeah. you guys seeing that? Has it? Yeah, you better check your policies. Yeah, they they're going up. It's kind of like secretive. You don't really pay attention. You know, it's a few dollars, few dollars before you know it, you're two hundred bucks more. So yeah, you huh. gotta watch out for that. I mean, I get it, and you know, if eggs are going up, your insurance is going <laughs> Poor up. Poor eggs. Of course, with that vehicle repairs are going up, which really? I have my theory on. You people didn't want to pay for good technicians. <laughs> now those technicians want money. Yep, and good people cost. That's true. That's. We're going, to, we're going to talk more about that. Uh, Susie, what's shaking in the weird? Like, what's, like, can you think of, I mean, yeah. is it just overall everything is weird? Everything right is everything. weird. Um, you know, so I haven't purchased a new car in a long time. I'm sure, Frank, you have. I, Greg. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I was going to say funny, too, because. I got one payment vehicle, which is prima donna my, my wife drives. Yep. But the other, the two others. Paid. Paid. Yeah, good job. In fact, one of the cars I got, the Ford Explorer, was repainted. It was in a slight fender. It was bender. enhanced. Oh, yeah, it's all and they didn't glaze. Now it's all faded. People <laughs> I like all that. Why'd you buy that used piece of crap? <laughs> but I'm gonna keep my cars. Go ahead. So, you, so wait, you have you, a new car, or what were you I gonna don't, say? But this is the, I. You know, I usually rotate trucks every couple. Yeah, of years, I remember and this that. This is the one time I'm. You have I'm it. Happy still. I, oh, I'm good still for you. It. Well, after you buy a new car, you take it home. Quality control, right? It has to go through quality control. Like make it you. you yeah, like has anybody yeah. has anything happened after you purchased a new car? Like, I don't know. As a disappointment? Yeah. Used car. No. New Any car. car. New, new car. car. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can have, you think of something? I have a story that might be a little bit of self-inflicted. Oh, let's hear that. I bought my Silverado 2021 and I bought the factory fog lights from the dealer. Okay. And I installed them. You know, this is a couple weeks after I bought the truck. Installed them. Who knew I had to reprogram the entire truck <gasps> for adding factory fog lights? Really? So within three weeks, I'd say a month. Let me round it up to a month. Okay. I, had, I had to tow the truck back to the dealer to reprogram the entire truck because I added the factory headlights. So after the fog factory lights. headlights and without the reprogram. Fog lights. Or fog lights. What happened? Was it not Completely drivable? Completely shut down. Oh, no start, way. Remotes didn't work. Nothing. Just for fog lights? Well, apparently... Uh, I had to look this up. <laughs> is, there, is there a story? Which vehicles are known to be returned right away? There you go. In other words, there's some serious buyer's remorse. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear that. I'm not one. talking about buyer's remorse. I'm talking about like literally mechanical like, issues. Like, let's say you took delivery of your brand new car on the 24th of January, and on the 30th of January, your family take a, takes a little road trip. Well, what happens if your steering wheel falls off? Oh yeah! Whoa, was that's that, a problem. That's a I I what like yeah, that's a huge steering, problem. 
like, and it's not autonomous. <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> like, you know, like I could see in the future, oh, steering wheel fall off, no problem. Your car will drive itself. Yeah, well, this did happen on a Tesla. Did it really? It sure did. Steering wheel fell off. Luckily, there were no cars behind him. And so he was a- able to safely stop. And, um, but here's- But wait a minute. What is safely stop? Like, I just lost my mind right now. Like, that all means- I got to do is break now, yeah, right? I didn't go off the road into the bushes. Right. Safely I didn't go stop. off. I was a- able to stop. Uh, and we- is that crazy or what? I would what? think Tesla, like, if Tesla can do whoopee cushions, they can figure out a falling off steering wheel. You would think so. But you know what? This is not the only time it happened. It happened again in, tw- or it happened before in 2020. Same thing on a Tesla. Oh, wow. But they're not the only ones. Ford and Hyundai- actually had some steering wheels fall off because the steering wheel, uh, the fixed steering wheel bolt was too short. So, um, so did it back I've seen, off and come loose? Yes. Like the roll it's pin? It's too or, short okay. and could become loose. Now listen, in- I, I just don't get that. Like manufacturing assembly, right. you got one dude or dudette. Putting in the bolt. He's the he's the steering wheel bolt retainer <laughs> guy or gal. Where's the, where's the cotter pin guy though, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I just unless it was a machine, like how do you make a bolt? Like you've just done a thousand of these one inch bolts, let's call it. Right. I'm gonna, how do you I'm all gonna, of a sudden go three quarter? I'm gonna go speculate and say the torque wrench was on the wrong setting. <laughs> I don't know. But the but, worst part about this Tesla owner, after it got towed and not got repaired, he got a bill for hundred and three dollars for repairing it. Now, that's not classic. That's not cool. Elon Musk, I know you listen to the show on the weekends. Yeah, give the guy 130 bucks back. <laughs> you did. need to straighten that policy out. This isn't Twitter, man. <laughs> straighten that out. We don't want to, don't fire anybody. But, but just, you absolutely can find the story on Twitter. Wow. Of course. Yeah. All right, so check this out. I figured since we're on the theme, this is why these cars get returned by owners within the first year. Okay. So you said, Susie. Buyer's remorse is the, what you said. The steering wheel fell off. But right. in this case, everything was legit, supposedly. So we know that choosing a vehicle is a tough decision. So which is the number one? Well, let's go through it. Ha! The Dodge Dakota. In 2006, Dodge decided to take its time with the Ram Dakota models and completely redesigned them from scratch. Uh, the new trims were a lot sportier, blah, blah, blah. The redesigned Dakota. But Dodge later found out that making this model... What's a big mistake? The Dodge Dakota. I don't get it. So what does that mean? The Dakota trucks often broke down. Well, that's enough to return something. Of course. Like if it broke down and you didn't get a recall and it breaks down often. Uh, better yet, if you're seeing your local mechanic with a new vehicle more than you are your used clunker, you better return it. Right. So Dodge Dakota, not so much. All right, here's one we're seeing. The price drop. This is in that luxury market. The big daddy Mercedes-Benz G-Class. Oh, yeah. All you G-Wagon. I see you up there in Scottsdale. Yep. Cruising with your G-Wagon. What's wrong with the G-Wagon? Well, it's known for its, you know, horsepower, its luxury, its twin-turbo V8 engine. And? uh, And (laughs) the status, let's just face it. I'm going to get hate from all my G-Wagon people. Um, But according to this, uh, separated from the price, because if you're buying a G-Wagon... You're in the price zone. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Like, you didn't come from the Kia dealer <laughs> and shoot up to Penske up there in Scottsdale. Yeah, to, I'll take this one instead. Um, but 8% of buyers returned the massive G-Class Benz after just a year wow. um, from high fuel costs and maintenance. 
I can believe the maintenance. The maintenance for sure. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. If you sprechen Sie Deutsch, you need to whip out the Deutsche Marks. Yep. <laughs> whip out the Euro. Yep. Um, so that's one. Uh, Porsche is up there. Uh, it's, of course, another luxury automaker. About 8% of owners return the Porsche, um, which has caused some losses. Uh, people often forget that the 40000 they paid for the cars at the beginning of a I don't know what this means, but Porsche is on the list. Uh, Toyota Tundra, I don't care what anybody says, I can't see that on the list. Yeah. Toyota seems to have a strong following. I agree with that. Yeah. That's kind of odd for that truck to be on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about following your local mechanic and what he says? Some of you are like, I don't believe him. They're liars. I'd rather sit in a dentist chair <laughs> <laughs> than go to my local mechanic. I'm going to watch YouTube and try to figure it out myself. Some of you are, are just done. Why is that? We want to return here in just a few minutes and tackle the whole topic of how to deal with the local mechanic and empower yourself. We're going to pick out some of the subsystems. We are going to be truthful and tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah, we're biased. We're on the other side. But we want to treat this fairly. We want to arm you up with tips on how to deal with vehicle service and repairs like a rock star. Stay tuned. Ranch Nation. One of these days, ain't gonna change. One of these days. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority, Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, pronto, National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking to 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.org. Bolt-on Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Whether you're looking for a full-service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, MailShark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, MailShark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, 
direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. I want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. They say I'm too young to love you. I don't know what I need. They think I don't understand the freedom land of the 70s. I want to remind you, do what you love. Some of you are discombobled, basled, whatever. Something happened at work, something happened wherever. Do what you love. Every day, a new day. The East Valley Institute of Technology has more than 40 career training programs right here for both high school students. And they've got about 12 of these adult career training programs. Take time out. Right. Get you a side gig. Get, change your career. Get you a main gig. You just got fired from Google. <laughs> we'll get into the automotive program. <laughs> you guys can enroll today at evit.com forward slash enroll now. I'll have that in the show notes. But I'm serious about that. There's a ton of great programs here. Um, you guys ever wonder if you made the best decision regarding your vehicle service? You just went in, you got brakes done, and they're still squeaking. You just got an mm-hmm. oil service, an oil change done, and now your brand new car's leaking oil. I can mm-hmm. vouch for that. You check engine light. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about those check engine lights. Oh, yeah. It's got you really upset. You started drinking and you don't even drink. <laughs> How do you deal with this? What should you ask to be better prepared? How do you make these decisions when you are dealing with confidence? Can I use confidence? You can. Yeah. Both ends. A good automotive outfit. They're going to be confident, not cocky. Some of you been in there. They oh, don't yeah. even know you. Uh, what can I help you with? Well, I'm here shopping for tomatoes. You better exactly. give me some. Hello. Uh, you know. So we're going to go through that. And I figured we'd just start. We've got a lot of ground to cover, so we're going to go through it. How, Susie, do I find a service provider that I can trust? This is a big question. Like, how do I even start with that? Huge, yeah. So, you know, I literally, I look at Google reviews. That's one thing that I do. But drill down because, uh, I, yeah. I, like, what are you looking for specifically? So after I check the Google reviews, I'm looking for the positive reviews and the and the resolution to the car being fixed. Um, I'm looking for how the customer service was. I'm looking for the warranty behind it. Uh, there's a few things that uh, I think, you know, going into a shop, you almost have to interview them too. Agreed. What I look for when I go to a shop, I mean, just the way I am with my vehicles, is the shop clean before I even walk on the property? Oh, yeah. Is it inviting? Or is the shop organized? Is the equipment, the yeah. tools, is it organized? Is the, is the staff working? Do they look confused? Right. That's my, that's my first glance. That's what I look at when I pull into a shop. Yeah, if you if you go into a place and it's schleppy. Can't have schleppy. You know, if people are, are, are not, you know, the guy's wearing his drawers or whatever, sticking out. You know, people got to look professional. I'm sorry. A lot of them going to get hate. Yep. Well, Frank, I go to a guy that's just as, as schleppy as you can get, but he's really good. <laughs> that is not the norm. Maybe you maybe you have a one-odd 
case where, and that's cool. We tell you to stick with that relationship. You're happy. You know, that's great. But if you're going for the first time to find an individual like that, it's going to be extremely rare. I agree. Um, Google reviews. You know what I do? Like when, and I've been doing a lot lately, like with restaurants and Mm -hmm. stuff, I'm looking for the one stars. Are you? I am. I understand that. And I'm looking for communication. Oh, to see if If the owner replies. If I'm coming in and the risk is that I'm not going to be happy, that's what I want to know. What are you going to do if I'm not happy? That's a good point. Everyone talks about how well they can do what they do. I cook the best egg roll. I want to know what if that egg roll wasn't cooked. That one out of the dude with the steering wheel missed the bolt. It was shorter than it should have been, like we talked (laughs) about. What are we doing to correct that? So I think that's a great strategy. Oh, I agree. Good businesses know the one star is an opportunity, A, to correct a legitimate mistake. Now, don't listen, there are robots. Don't go by the one star robots. Right. Or the competitor. You guys are going to know. You're going to get a feel for that. But I want to know how they communicate yeah. with a shortcut. How do you handle yeah, the a problem? Point. Yeah. All right, we're going to go on to the next one here. Um, and this is, this is you guys, you know, may want to write this down or speak in your phone or do whatever you do. There is a process. Most reputable dealerships and automotive service providers, independents, we're biased, especially independents, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They have a process that you should anticipate, and if this process is missing, that's where stuff falls apart. And we're going to give you this. Complaint. Cause. And correction. Now, some of you are saying, okay, that sounds fine. That's like industry stuff. What does that all mean? Well, you need to go in with a complaint, which you do. Right. Like, my car is acting up. Okay, well, that's good. Is telling the mechanic... Hey, I need a ball joint on the left side. Is that a complaint? It's a complaint with a self-diagnosis. Opinion. And well, I mean, let's, and I've had them in the garage. Frank, I've been doing this since 1960. I'm a retired Navy SEAL and master technician. I know what I need. Yeah, but my question would be, why do you think the ball joint needs to be replaced? Excellent. And then That's we get perfect. a little bit more deep dive. Right, so just remember, you listening... We want to arm you up. If you do not go in with symptoms, and hey, you know what's a cool thing? Record these symptoms where it's safe. We tell folks all the time, just record it. Mm-hmm. Because in this case, in a ball joint, we were, we're going after, are you hearing any noise? Right. Or any symptoms that way? When you go to a doctor, you do not say, hey, doc, replace the left patella. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. What you're saying is, I wake up in the morning and it's crickety crackety, and I feel dizzy right. when I get up. Right? Those are symptoms. Right. So that is complaint. Now, the good operation is going to take that. They send it back to the cooks in the back shop, master technicians of the universe, <laughs> and they find the cause. That's the next step. What is the cause? Right. And ultimately the correction. So if you go in as a consumer behind the wheel into any place that gets your vehicle serviced, it's real simple. Complaint. Cause, Cause correction. Mm-hmm. If any of that is missing, the risk of stuff going down not happily and stuff not getting fixed right. is a problem. Wouldn't you agree, Susie? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's um interesting. I had a car towed in the other day and um it was at a body shop and it wouldn't it would start but it wouldn't stay started. And so this uh body shop told the customer, Well, you need a fuel pump. 
And so he brought it to us and uh, all we did was change the oil in it because it was a Dodge Mm. Dart that when it has no oil, the dipstick was bone dry, but the oil kept it running. It was a fail safe, basically. You know, you bring up a good point and a lot of you get information from whatever it is. The elevator man told you so. Uh, Tow truck drivers. We love our tow truck drivers. Um, Other shops. Right, you left because maybe whatever happened. So you end up in this new facility. Do yourself a big favor, just like you would your doctor. Give that new person an opportunity to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know what we say all the time in the garage is, if I can save you money, trust me, I'm going to do that. Yep. But mm-hmm. let's test it, and let's get. You know, we want to talk about test fees. I guess we should talk about that now. Some of you are going to AutoZone to get a code pull. All right. Well, AutoZone officer, you say, well, Frank, they're a, they're a multi-billion dollar company. Don't know that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Who's doing the code pool? This question. <laughs> now, I'm going to just say this, and I don't care. Give me all the hate in the world, all you parts distributors. <laughs> they're in the business to move parts. That's right. <laughs> now, they do want to help you, and they don't want their version of a comeback where you throw a battery in the window like the big old... <laughs> Like a discount tire yeah, kind of commercial. Yeah, the tire through the window. <laughs> you know That's it. They're there to help. Yep. I, I do not believe that an AutoZone, yeah. and I, I'll say the names, it's all good. They're uh, most parts houses. I don't care if it's Jimmy John's parts or uh, whatever. Louise Leadbelly's parts. Everybody wants to help because if they can earn your business that way, and they're going to have a recommendation. When you do this and you take that car and the printout to a local service center, you're setting yourself up for what What do we say? What's the complaint? Right. You're now dictating from somewhere else. This is what we need. Right. And, and that's that, how a, not, a lot of initial calls come in. Hey, how much for this? Right. All I'm saying to you listening, you want to scrutinize and prices to be respected. I get it. But if you're not paying for a test, a legitimate test for a technician to evaluate the vehicle, you're setting yourself up. Yeah, you're just guessing. Yeah. I agree. Uh, courtesy code pull. We do that in the garage. Of now course. Why, now why do we do it? If I have you calling me, you're 80 years old. You're retired. I'm not that old, Frank. <laughs> I don't care if you're 20 years old and not retired. Or some of you, you 20 looking year, at me some like you. Some of you 20-year-olds are <laughs> Some of you 20-year-olds are retired actually. Some. With your OnlyFans pages. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if you call me and you're frantic and I'm busy, I will give you a courtesy check. Doesn't mean I'm going to give you the full on x-ray. Right. I'm trying to give peace of mind. Why? Because my intent is to help set a direction. And that's where the classy part comes in as an owner. little courtesy Right. I believe in that. I agree. Now, if we roll out MRI and X-ray, and I've got I've got my my technician who's who's a rock star who's got to look at it. I'm going to charge you, Mm -hmm. and please be happy and send me some some cakes or something. (laughs) Because guess what you can do now? You can hold me accountable. That's right. Because I paid you, Frank. How many of you experienced bad service and it was behind the initial process? Think back to when you had bad service. It was the initial process, and that initial process was was floozy. Mm-hmm. There was no there was no fee. I don't go to a doctor and it's for free. Do you I? don't have a free doctor? 
Well, I've got to be careful. <laughs> that may not be a good analogy. I have one down in Mexico. Okay, then. <laughs> that's a different kind of doctor. <laughs> Same one that fixes his car, too. That's right. <laughs> Uh, another thing that you may want to request, we talked about getting down and dirty with Google reviews and looking at one stars and how they communicate and just kind of getting a feel and vibe. In that method, you got to understand the inspection. A lot of you are going to get an inspection. And some of you hate it. I don't want to know what's wrong with my car. Right, ah, right. Ah. Scared of it, yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. But I'd have to say majority of the people do when it comes it. to an organized. Yes. A lot of you don't like it because you got to look at mechanic lingo. Exactly. And you got to read chicken scratch because it's yep. old school inspection. And sometimes people are intimidated and don't ask questions. This so is what true. I like, you can ask when you call and make an appointment. And this is how the phone call goes. How much will it cost to inspect my vehicle? So give me the symptoms. What's going on? I got some fluids underneath my vehicle. Okay. Um, has it been leaking quite a bit? My wife says I've been leaking quite a bit. <laughs> Are you talking dime size, quarter size? About a dime, about okay. three three days now. Okay, about three days. I tell you what, let's get it in so we can, you know, throw it up on the lift and, uh, you know, we'll we'll take a look at it. Sometimes it may require a clean and a dye of it and then you drive it for a little bit, bring it back if we, so we can isolate that leak. But right. now I don't question. know. I don't know what you just said. But here's another question I would ask too: Did you just get your oil service done? Right, loose filter. So what <laughs> do we got going on here? Whether you agree or disagree a little bit with the terminology, um, Susie, you probably got a good ten thousand service transactions under your belt. The bottom line is: What do you see here? There's some accommodation, but mainly what I asked was how much will it cost to inspect. Now, if I had a check engine light, it would be how much to find out what's wrong with my car. When you approach it that way, because what are you doing right now? You're saying, well, my check engine light's on. How much to fix it? <laughs> we don't know. Right. And neither do you and neither do the elevator man or whatnot. So please, people, I promise you, you will remember this and be grateful because the whole dance from A to Z with your service will be that much better and I liked how you just said you wanted to accommodate. Let's get it in. I wish everything in life was like that. I know. I wish when I waited at the restaurant, they got me in right quick. I wish I went to the doctor and it wasn't three weeks later. Most of your local rock star automotive service providers, and in fact, I'll even go to say to the dealer as well. Now, the dealer has other problems. They have shortcomings as well. Oh. They're trying to find people like we are. And when you're big like that, it sometimes it's a bit more of a domino effect. And so, yeah, they may be a month out. Or three weeks out, and that sucks, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you're driving a Tesla, a lot of you Tesla folks, it's getting better, but you you complain about that. But what did I say? I asked what it would take, what fees are associated. Should you pay a fee? Yes, you should. Mm -hmm. Time. I don't care what you think. You don't work for free. Right. Neither does the outfit. So if you're hearing a lot of free, 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 mm -mm. it's bait and switch. I'll call it for what it is. Yep. Now, some of you can go back in your bad service experiences you're reflecting right now. You opened a bottle of rum. You started to take a toke of that rum. And you're saying, man, this fool is right. Because I am. Mm -hmm. When you start the date like that, you set yourself up for a problem. Mm -hmm. And someday I'll write a book on it. You should. Or 
get the audio recordings. I got like 40,000 taped <laughs> on. I wouldn't do that. But this is very important. Check engine lights are the same way. We know that a lot of you are anxious about the check engine light. Then why do we do the courtesy code pull, mm-hmm. right? Because we want to reduce that and then figure out, okay, it's like a triage. Okay, this is this is what's next. This is the next test. And what I will tell you, if you've got a check engine light with no symptoms, meaning, man, that light's on, but it feels perfectly fine. Take that serious. Right. Allow a professional to tell you, okay, it was just a gas cap. Right. Because those can happen. My yeah. check engine light's on right now. Oh, Really? For a misfire. But I don't feel no misfire. Oh, then you're good. <laughs> well, that's good because my truck leaks and I have no lights on. There so you go. there we go. We're balanced Look out. at us. We're a car talk show. <laughs> well, I mean, that's uh, you can't blame people at the same time. Life is happening and, you know, they're like, well, it doesn't feel different or sound different. Right. I'll just put some black tape over it. <laughs> I've seen that in the garage. I have a zip tie and some duct tape. We're good. <laughs> so think about that. Uh, I will tell you that I advise you, most good places will also have a digital inspection. I want to go back to that because that's critical. And why is that critical? Wouldn't you want to know what's not broken or what needs to keep an eye on? Some of that happens. Like, you know, right now we're just seeing some typical mileage pattern wear, but we'd like to get you back in and so-and-so. You'd like to know that Mm -hmm. because now you're developing a game plan. Would you like to know if you took a road trip? It happens often to us in the garage where we said your brakes were fine. And then you go over to whatever, Mm -hmm. California, wherever you're at, Florida, and then you hear some brake noise and you take it into a place and they say, hey, you need $1,500 in brakes. Right. Now you guess who you're mad at? Mad at us. Yep. And we welcome those phone calls because guess what we do? We go back to the playbook. We look at the pictures of what brakes actually looked like. And then we find you a place that we know of because most good shops are going to have a national network. Network. And I'm going to get you in the right hands Mm -hmm. because somebody was trying to sell you brakes. So that digital inspection that you get a text message, some of you are receiving that, whether you're at the dealer or you're already getting that, that's a win. It is a win. And if you're not, if you're a service provider, you're saying, well, that's too fancy. I can't get with that. Well, it's not about you, man. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of, there. I do have a lot of customers that will say, well, this is a picture of this, but I don't, I don't see what you're talking about. Right. You can't attach a known good and a known bad. Mm-hmm. And that just opens up dialect. And when we open up communication like that, what are we doing? We're, we're really working hard for trust and transparency. We right. want you to know, and those are great questions. Mm-hmm. But if I just called you up and said, well, your brakes are shot. Yeah. Right. How many of you heard that? Your brakes are shot. Well, I'm glad you gave me that technical explanation. I'm surprised you survived getting here. <laughs> well, you said it earlier. We're just going to throw your car up yeah. on the lift. That's right. If I had no clue to what you just said, I was like, what are you We're throwing throw my car up. where? Uh, you know, which uh, I guess can happen. That's a uh, yep. shop vernacular. Um, how about prioritizing vehicle repair? Some of you are stunned. Right, Susie? Yep. So a good roadmap is three easy things to remember. Certainly write it down. If it's safety, do I want to know about it? Yes. Of course. Absolutely. If it's could cost me more money later, do I want to know about it? Of course. Yes. Preventative. And if it's teeth cleaning maintenance, (laughs) do I want to know about that? Of course. Now, how would I prioritize? Obviously, safety. If it's brake-related and it's safety, for sure. 
Safety is always first. What what can leave you stranded? Fuel leaks. Right. I've had people in the garage. Oh, that fuel's been leaking like that for a long time. Yeah, no big deal. Hey, some states, they have to write up a whole legal thing. Like oh. if you come in the garage and it's a safety and you leave unsafe. Oh, disclaimers. Yeah. I've had to do that. Right. And some of you be like, ah, oh, you just, you don't know it has been leaking. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I'm on drugs and go to the doctor. Frank. And he fixes me. He's going to let me know. Hey, just so you know, drugs aren't good for you. That's right. I mean, if you got a few leaks, we're going to let you know. Am I right? Was that a bad analogy? <laughs> we'll move on. No comment. Now, if you said to me, my, my serpentine belt, which is a rubber belt, has one or two cracks, let's re-examine it, that's on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Correct. So some of you are saying, well, that's the problem, Frank. They always tell me I need a belt. Well, what could I say to that? Well, I'd invite you into the garage or I would revert back to the playbook of that digital inspection and show you. Mm-hmm. Worst case, I'll Amazon you the belt. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is your actual belt. Right. But the more you ask regarding, do I need this today? Start thinking, is this safety? Because that's what a good place will tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's in your best interest. It's safety related. That's organized. Oil leaks come up a lot. A lot of you have vehicles that leak oil and you keep oil in it. Now, you go into a garage, they take the oil leaks serious. Why? Because if you leave, I don't care if they adjusted a mirror or an antenna. If you leave and the engine blows the next day, you're allowed to call, hey, I had my mirror adjusted. (laughs) Now my engine don't work. (laughs) So they'll take that serious. Right. And uh, if you're going to keep your vehicle, you should too. Now, some of you are not going to keep a vehicle. Maybe continue just keeping oil in it. Maybe it's not worth the investment. Mm -hmm. But oil leaks are the kind of thing where you should take serious, um, even if you feel like it hasn't been a problem. Because it just takes that one day, and you said it, we've had it in the garage. Oh, yes. I mean, we've like I've had people coming in for years, and every time they visit, uh, oil leak. (laughs) I even get to the point... Hey, do you not like us? We've been recommending an oil leak. Do right. you not like me? Is my bathroom not squared away? <laughs> you know, and, and people just, and then the next day, it's like it becomes a problem. Yeah, but yeah. to that note with uh, maintenance and the digital inspection, this is one thing I want to bring up because if you're, the, if you're the consumer that doesn't have trust in your mechanic yet and you get an oil change here and you get an oil change there, if you're, if you're going to a mechanic that does that digital inspection, your next oil change in five to 6,000 miles is going to give you another digital inspection so you can kind of see the progress. That's relationship. You're comparing yeah. notes. We want to be kept honest. Hon- Look, that's the fact. A lot of great places, okay, including dealership departments and stuff, they want to be kept honest. But what works really difficult is when we only have price right. mm-hmm. to work with because- I get it. We want to be fair, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why we charge what we charge. And if you're the mechanic that does the side work on the weekend, it'll never be cheap enough. Right. So this conversation is not for you. <laughs> However, we welcome you in our place because you're going to need us someday. Right. Right. And we'll charge you double. <laughs> All right. I'm just being silly. Give me the hate. All right, Susie, my fluids, they told me my fluids need to be flushed. Well, fluids do break down over time. They do. They absolutely do. And they should be looked at every thirty to 50,000 miles. Always revert back to the owner's manual. And some of you will see two separate categories. Normal. Well, that's me. I'm normal. And then severe duty. Most of you are running around severe duty, which means high temperature, low temperature. Mm-hmm. Stop and go. 
dust. I mean, dust. Yeah. All of that's in there. So think about fluids, which is I, I like, and this is how we advise. If you've got to put it on a plan, do it. Now, if you haven't touched it since 1970, yeah, like it needs, and transmissions are, we're not going to get knee deep in that. I mean, you get to a point of no return with transmission fluid. Mm-hmm. If you've highly neglected it, you can introduce new problems. Right. That's a fact. And in, in fact, some of these newer vehicles now, they're dipstickless. They don't want you messing I, around. I know that. <laughs> right? And so you go in there a weekend, where's my training fluid? Dang it, they forgot to put the dipstick. No. <laughs> and you're seeing more of that. In yep. fact, you see as well as uh, engine oil uh, dipsticks on some of these, uh, I can think of some of the European platforms. But the thing about fluid flushes is this. If you're going to teeth clean your teeth, that's how you avoid cavities. So fluids over time, they do degrade to keep you from expensive hardware, power mm-hmm. steering units, that rear differential or that front differential, right? All your four-wheel drive, your transfer That's cases. Important. You know, you forget to do that and then you develop a wine and it was just gritty, grainy, old fluid. Mm-hmm. So most good shops will tell you, hey, put it on a plan. Right. You know, now if you go in and it's, 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 you're 20,000 miles out of what the recommended interval for change is, they're going to put an emphasis. Why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Because if you develop a problem and you come back, well, why didn't you tell me? Right. So always keep that in mind, but get back to that safety. Is it needed today? Could this cost me more money later? And then always kind of put that maintenance as in, okay, well, if it's, it's not dire today, I can put that on a plan. And that's a roadmap. Yep. What am I missing? Nothing. Yep. I think, Yeah. Set up a plan and stick to it? Yep. Did they give me good candy? That's a requirement. Oh, my gosh. I love the chocolate on the counter. Everybody likes good candy. Absolutely. Can I bring up one more point, though? Yes. There's Okay, there's two things that, that we need to be careful of. When the recommendation of power steering flush should be done or a cabin air filter should be replaced, some vehicles don't come with a cabin air filter. Yeah. And some vehicles have electronic power steering. So there is no service. Right. Yeah. And, you know, let's say you're that individual that ended up in a, in a place that told you you needed both. That's mud on face mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I'm being very transparent. It's happened to an R garage. Yes. You know, I, my three year guy is not my 15 year guy. Now, I got a problem in my garage. That means that we have missed out on our procedures in that back shop. So you're going to come back. Mud on face, Frank. Mud on face, Susie. And say, Hey, you tried to sell me this and I don't even have it. You're a ripoff and you're a con. Right. And guess what I got to do? I got to stand there and take it. Yep. And I'll probably lose you. Now I'm going to try to save you and admit my mistake. And this is what I'm going to do to correct it. But if you fired me, I have to accept that. Yep. Agreed. But dang it, I'm going to have a sit down <laughs> in the back shop. It, it can happen. Now, some of you are saying, well, you know, I, I'm just not hardcore like that. They made an honest mistake. Sure. That's part of a relationship. It, is. it really is. Yep. How many of you, you would have got divorced 18 times over in the last year? <laughs> Had you, right? People make mistakes. Now, we have to be professional. We can't have a, a if this is a pattern, yeah. then I love you to death, Mr. Owner of the business, but yeah. I'm worried. What if they forget, you know, to tell me about my breaks? Yeah. That's how consumers think, and you got to right. respect that. Yep, agreed. You gave me a bad review, I'm going to have to reply to that. Yeah. That's to. what I'm looking for is a new consumer. How do they handle their shortcomings? Mm-hmm. Agreed. So that's a good point. I like that. Batteries are good. Uh, typically, I want to just cover this. we got about one more minute. Uh, hey, batteries. I have, I have something to add before the Please, end, so. please. 
Well, I don't want to change, get you off topic. No, no, do it. We got one minute. Okay, well, one minute. I received my Wrench Nation Fireball. Oh, official coloring yeah. Book. Oh, I keep forgetting. Hey, we got a coloring book, people. Oh, yeah. It is an amazing, amazing magazine. And you're this is all you. So Every this, week. just so you know, this is, well, it's, it's, it's a bunch of artists. What we did is we came out with this adult coloring book. Now, I say adult. Everybody... Everybody that can color is included. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's safe. It's not like it's rated R. But we took the automotive and music industries, meshed them, and we got, who do we got? I got to read this off. French Nation hey, Coloring By Book. the way, I need an official autograph on the cover. We're going to autograph this. <laughs> no problem. Uh, shout out to Fireball. You got Bruce Springsteen's 1960 Corvette. You can color that. Yep. You got, and these you are got the, Snoop's Caddy in there, too. Snoop's Caddy. <laughs> Hey, and we had this car in the garage. Oh. Lou Rawls, 87 Zimmer Golden Spirit. Yep. Yep. Color that. I remember that. So where can you find this book? You can get on wrenchnation.tv. We have a little clickable thing. It's inexpensive. Yep. There's some charity tied behind and, it. And I bought mine off Amazon under Fireball. Under Fireball. Oh, awesome. Right. So we'll have that in show notes, but the official Wrench Nation coloring book, Cars and Music Collector's Edition. I love it. That's awesome. I need your signature on the front of it, though. Yep. Fireball's going to kill me because I keep forgetting to... Dang it, you got a radio show. Let the people know. <laughs> right, five <laughs> seconds. What about the battery? Battery people, don't don't take it lightly. It'll start every day, every day, every day, and then bam, it doesn't start, and you got to take kids to school. In our town here in the Southwest, Phoenix included, any hot area, in fact, the whole country, two to three years is what I'll tell you. Two to three years, batteries. Now, some of you get lucky, and it's four to five. But you want to make sure that every time a technician or mechanic looks at your vehicle, they look at that battery. Why? Because yep. it's aggravating. You don't have AAA, it costs you tow. You work at late. Uh, you're late at work. And you've been late to work for the last week. You can't. This is an official excuse. You can't use it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that battery is important. Make sure you check it. As well as all the rubber on your vehicle, tires as well. Um, make sure that they're checked. Even if you don't think you have a problem uh, with that. So I hope these tips helped. I think they're amazing tips. We're, we're going to uh, hear from you. We may have missed a few things, and maybe uh, you do things differently. We'd like to hear from you, both uh, uh, our automotive shop owners and technicians out there. You guys rock. Let's make this conversation better and help as many people as we can. Get on wrenchnation.tv. Under the show, you'll see comments. Get in there. Catch us on Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine. Thank you, Mr. Greg Ovis. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Susie Sockets, you rock. I love being here. It's you great are having you back. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in every week, people. And as I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.